first of all, congratulations on your engagement. How amazing and welcome to a journey of a lifetime. Getting married might feel like the scariest thing on earth for some because as soon as you are engaged, everyone starts to tell you about how much there was to do for their wedding, what they had to think about. But first and super important, enjoy the engagement. I really mean it. Today I'm sharing my tips on how you can get started, what you need to think about and where to start with your wedding planning. Amanda Costa Thompson, a former architect gone wedding planner. I live in Norway and we plan and design weddings all over Europe and I travel to south of France as much as I can throughout the year. I'm half Brazilian and half English and I might admit that south of France might be my favorite wedding destination. My biggest wish is that you have an incredible journey on the way to planning the most amazing wedding day. So what do you need to think about first? This world of weddings might scare you and please bear with me. There are, it can be such a fun journey. It's all about figuring out who you are, what you want to do, who you want to be, who, you know, what type of bride are you? What type of groom are you? And these things is things that are things that you will figure out along the way and as you go. So don't feel as if you have to figure it all out today, even though I do have an understanding of how that feels as I have been a bride myself. And I will admit that it took me only a few hours into my engagement before I started thinking about what I wanted and how I wanted to have it all. And then it's so easy to go into kind of a desperation mode because it's like, oh my goodness, When I start looking at everything, it feels as if there are a ton of things to think about. I don't want you to worry, I've got you covered. So I have created a free checklist that you can download so you can get an overview of what you need to start thinking about. Download it below in the show notes, print it out and start getting an overview. So first of all, you know, take a breather, don't start looking for venues or flowers or ideas, just simply enjoy the pleasure of having, you know, just gotten engaged. You have enough time down the road to actually start doing all those tasks that you have to do before all the big deadlines and all those things. But right now, I will advise you to give yourself a week or two to just enjoy it, you know, maybe go out for lunch with some family, maybe go out and just celebrate, have fun, enjoy it. So first of all, call your family and friends and let them know, take in all the excitement, make sure that, you know, your ring is the right fit. No one wants to walk around With a diamond that doesn't fit your finger, if it's too loose, you don't want to risk losing it. So either, you know, go out for a celebration drink or have a small gathering with your closest friends and family. Make sure to celebrate. This is a big moment for the two of you. Enjoy it and have fun with it all. So let's get into 
the nitty gritty. Understanding that there are a thousand things to think about and I understand that you want to start doing it all at once. But I have to warn you, it won't help if you do. So you need to start on this path, step by step and in the right direction. So I'll give you a couple of tips. First of all, start thinking about a time of year when you would want to get married. A winter wedding in the mountain is very different than a marquee wedding, you know, in a in a summer house or by a chateau in the south of France, you know, a summer outdoor party or maybe, you know, a mountain wedding in the summer or even, you know, a wedding in the mountains or maybe a tent wedding in your own garden or maybe a chateau on the French Riviera or a vineyard wedding in Italy. There are so many options, but actually considering the different opportunities makes it so much easier for you to understand what you don't want. And also that makes it so much easier to understand what you actually do want. So by doing so, start determining the size of your wedding. And that means, you know, would you want it to be personal and intimate with maybe just 25 guests? Would you want it to be, you know, bigger with more than 100 guests? What happens when you start writing down a list of people that you would like to have there? Very often when you do this, you also understand that you might have two completely different understandings on what your wishes are for the big day. So have a little talk and listen to each other and figure out what you want, then this might lead you to also understanding that it's a good idea to start thinking about a budget. Because when you've gotten to this point, it's super important that you have gone through your wishes, your partner's wishes. Maybe you grew up thinking that, oh, I would love to have this type of wedding. I've been imagining this my whole life. And then your partner goes, oh, but I would have, you know, preferred not to have gotten married. Or maybe I would have liked to have a very small wedding or a very intimate wedding, or maybe even a very large wedding. There are so many options. And when you get to the point of understanding your budget, then it's so much easier to understand where you are and what your visions are for the big day. Because understanding the visions, understanding each other, talking through, communicating well, being open, being honest, it will make it so much easier for you to understand. And the thing is, the magic of taking your guests... I'm going to share a little secret with you here now. The magic of taking your guests on an unforgettable journey on your wedding day isn't how many, you know, flowers you have or how many musicians you have or how the music was. The magic and the secret of it all is actually understanding what you want, sharing your fun sides, your quirky sides, who you are, what you are, what you've been through and the trick is taking your guests on this journey throughout your wedding weekend or throughout your wedding day because when you do actually make this a personalized day 
no matter how big, no matter how intimate, no matter how large, no matter how much food, no matter how many people, when you make it intimate, that is when the magic happens. Because then you are sharing from you, you are sharing from your heart, you are taking your guests in, you're opening them in and that is when they go from your wedding thinking, wow, this was something that was spectacular because it touched hearts. And when you're able to touch hearts, you have created a day or a week or a weekend, no matter how you want to do this, that is very unique that people will remember. Because when you are able to make it personal and personalize it in a very uniquely crafted way, then you've created magic for them. And best of all, you've created magic for yourselves. And this can be such a scary part for so many couples because you start planning, it might feel like you have to be like everyone else, you might feel like you have to do like everyone else is doing, or maybe you've been to one wedding and then you start thinking, oh, okay, you know, they had, you know, the mum and the father sitting like this, so we have to do the same. No, you don't. And your wedding doesn't have to be like anyone else's wedding of course you know wedding is a wedding and it's a celebration and it's a big day and you do have maybe family and friends over and and there are so many things that you know create a wedding there's the food and the decoration and there is all the people and it's but it's your guests that make the party and when you invite your guests into your world into your way and into who you are and you know you dare to kind of make choices in your design in your stationery in your flowers in your venue that really really are you and your partner that is when people go from from your wedding and they remember it for a lifetime and that is the best feeling So my point is, be honest with each other on this journey. You know, both, I mean, the two of you. And not just that, but be honest and be open and try not to expect things from your partner that might be in your head. Because you might think in one way and then your partner really isn't understanding what you're making such a big fuss about. And trust me, we've all been there. You know, it happens from from time to time. But the thing is, we all have different expectations and we all want a magical day. And as a planner, you know, my I live and dream for these experiences. I love it when I see, you know, the crowd of people that we gather having that once in a lifetime experience. It is true magic, but we can only create those experiences by being open with each other, being honest, sharing our thoughts, daring to be ourselves and taking your guests on that journey throughout their day. And when you have gotten through all of this, you are very far along the way because wedding planning is all about creating something together. This is a project I hope you will look back at and remember as something fun that you did together and that you created a once in a lifetime experience, not just for all your guests, but especially for the two of you. Have fun with it. You know, if you're using a planner, then have fun with it. Enjoy those meetings. Enjoy, you know, 
talking about your wishes and imagining what it will look like and how it will be and how your guests will experience it. And remember, you are celebrating the two of you. If you want to know what my top three things to do and my top three things to avoid while planning your wedding, then pop in to the next episode. If this episode was helpful, then please share it with a friend or someone that you think it would help. Make sure to download the checklist below and start having fun with your planning. For more inspiration and tips, you can follow me along at Amanda Costa Thompson on Instagram. And please, you know, you can always send me a DM if you have any questions. I do wish you an amazing day. <laughs>